Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And I am coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. That means Canada, too. People listening overseas, them, too, everybody. Okay, I don't care where you're at, what you're doing. I'm glad that you're here. I'm going to be hanging out with you for the next four hours. This is when I get started, 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's holding it down in New York City. And you could be holding it down in your car. At work, at home, to, from, you could be in the back of a factory, a restaurant, a bar, a police station. I don't know what you're doing, but thank you for listening. I don't know about you, but I'm going to have me some fun here for the next four hours. You can always listen to the show on the free Odyssey app. You can tune in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, Sirius XM, if you got channel 158, go ahead and plug that in. And then if you got a smart speaker, you ask it to play. CBS Sports Radio. I hope you've had a a good Tuesday. We got a lot to get into. First of all, Carson Wentz is back in the NFL. You heard that correctly. Did you forget about Carson Wentz? Maybe you did. Carson Wentz is back in the NFL. He's going to be hanging out with the Rams. Let's see how much burn he actually gets throughout the remainder of the season. Bill Self getting a lot of money from Kansas, basically a lifetime deal. He ain't going nowhere. Will Levis, this man has been named the full-time starter for the Tennessee Titans. And so Mr. Tannehill, well, I think you've seen the end of Tannehill in a Titans jersey. Also, Michigan being accused of sign stealing and cheating. Michigan is now pointing the finger at other Big Ten teams saying, Hey, they cheating too. I mean, it sounds like a bunch of kindergartners running around and basically cheating each other. I guess if you ain't cheating, uh, you ain't trying. Bill Belichick's name is still in the news when it comes down to being on a hot seat. I read a report that said if Bill Belichick doesn't beat the Colts out in Germany, then Bill Belichick would get the boot this season. And I'm saying to myself, damn. The NFL really is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league when you even thinking about giving Bill Belichick the boot. 
It's crazy. It's nuts. We're going to talk about it all. The college football playoff was just released. And how about this? This is wild. Shut, man. There's no, there's no NBA basketball tonight. They want everybody to vote. Like, that's what they want, right? You would, you would assume so. Silver's progressive like that. Did it matter? Did it help anybody? I don't think so. Because, I mean, by the time we, I don't know. What did the NBA do? Did NBA players walk people to the polls? Like, what happened? To be honest with you, I don't know the specifics. I know LeBron was complaining about the refs. I know that. LeBron was complaining. And that doesn't have anything to do with voting. <laughs> no. Yeah. Pretty pretty interesting. Well, I, I think NBA... he would vote against the two-minute rule at the end of games. I think that would be the vote he would want. I think Le- LeBron James would vote for anything that helps LeBron James. Yeah, there you go. Like, like like most folks. So, yes, folks, we're going to be hanging out here for the next four hours. If you want to holler at us, it's simple. The phone number, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm also everywhere online at social media or on social media at uh, JR Sport Brief. So we're going to get into Carson Wentz and, and Bill Self and Will Levis, Aaron Rodgers, even Hal Steinbrenner had some words about the New York Yankees and bringing back Aaron Boone. And so we're going to get into all of that. But let's let's start here. The college football playoff rankings were released. This is the second week. We pretty much got the same damn team sitting here at the top. You got Ohio State. You got Georgia. You got those. Is it appropriate for me to call Michigan a bunch of cheaters? It, it seems like it. We got Michigan there. And then we also have Florida State. One of our callers wanted to reach out to me last night about and tell me about his uh, his Charlie Ward uh, jersey, which is, uh, I don't know, if he has a New York Knicks version, it's probably worthless. But that's besides the point. I don't know who has who, who has a Charlie Ward jersey. Shep, did they make Charlie Ward jerseys for the Knicks? Oh, my God. I think people forgot he played for the Knicks, let alone he had jerseys made on behalf of him. No, I mean, I would say at the time, Yes, but they were far and few between. What number did he wear? For oh, I, oh, I have, oh, I have no idea. You he, was don't back, he was a backup point guard. Charlie, he was a starter for a while. Number 21. Oh, what's a while? 45 games? No, Charlie Ward started maybe two seasons. Childs. It was Childs. It was and Harper. Charlie Ward. Mark yeah. Jackson. No, Charlie Ward was never starting. Mark Jackson wasn't even there. I'm talking about the Knicks of the late 80s. Sure he was. Uh, he was with the Pacers oh, and the Jazz Chris eventually. Childs and Charlie Ward didn't come until the 90s, man. Charlie Ward never started for the Knicks, JR. He was a backup at best. Charlie Ward started for the New York Knicks. He might have gotten about? some starts. Uh, so did Chris Anderson with Miami Heat. No one would consider Birdman a starter. Oh, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of people who end up being starters, but Charlie Ward was a starter, man. I, what are you talking about? I, I, I could I could stand corrected. I I I, I want to look this up on NBAReference.com because I always remember him being a backup and people at the time saying, How in the world could this guy choose basketball when he was a Heisman trophy winner at Florida State? It made no sense. He played for Bobby Bowden. How does he not choose football? Now, Charlie Ward, yeah, he man. About three seasons, he was the starter, yeah. Okay, but what were the amount of games that he started, JR? 82 games. In the lockout year, he started every game. The next season, he started 70 games. Yeah, he started three seasons. I apologize. He should have. He I apologize. Uh, I apologize. He should have played at Florida State. He should have, right? I, I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, when I think of Knicks starters, I think of Strickland, I think of Jackson, I think of Harper and Chris Childs, and then wow. eventually, you know, um, you know, we got to uh, Stephon Marbury, St- Howard Isley. Th- that's a well, how, you know, it's funny. Howard Isley also started for the Jazz at one point. Um, yeah, I can't believe Charlie Ward started. You got to give Charlie Ward more credit. Well, when I think of Charlie Ward, I think of P.J. Brown flipping him over. Like, that's what I remember about Charlie Ward in the NBA. I mean, a 6'10 guy flipping over a 6'2 guy, I guess it's kind of easy, right? Yeah, and then the Knicks decided to uh, get off the bench while the refs helped out the heat, and uh, that was all she wrote for the Knicks in the late 90s. Yeah, well, it's not like the New York Knicks were ever going to win anything anyway. Right. All they they was they've been on track. They've <laughs> yeah. been on track for the past 20 years. So. That's right. Ewing gets hurt, they make the finals. Go figure. Yeah, sure, right. Yeah, well, they had broken broken wrists. But anyway, uh, congratulations to that guy with the uh, the Charlie Ward jersey. I still don't believe that Florida State is necessarily uh, going to stick around here in the college football playoff. When I take a look at this, and it's still early, and you're going to have people bitching and whining and moaning and complaining for the next couple of weeks, okay? We're going to have people complaining tonight and tomorrow and through Saturday because at the end of the day, well, let's also be real, the rankings might change, okay? O- Ohio State, they got Michigan State up next, all right? Ohio State should be able to take care of them. And we also have uh, Florida State. They're going to take on the Miami Hurricanes, okay? This is also a chance and an opportunity to, for Florida State to add another uh, victory to their ledger. And their biggest victory for the season, I would say, is the beginning where people were like, damn it, uh, FSU came through and the Seminoles beat uh, LSU's Tigers, and LSU looks like hot. I'm not going to say LSU looks like crap, but LSU ain't at the top of the rankings. And so if that's Florida State's biggest ranking here, then damn it, let me know what happens with, with Washington because I think that might be the team that actually jumps and removes Florida State depending on how the rest of their season goes. Uh, Washington, the Huskies, they got a bigger and better matchup coming up against Utah, who also uh, happens to be ranked. And then we got the Oregon Ducks at number six. Well, Washington beat the Ducks, so I think you can keep them the hell up on out of here. And so I don't really foresee a change or a big change in the college football playoff rankings. Uh, you Do you want to swap out Ohio State and Georgia? Possibly. Uh, is Michigan going to fall out? Or, you know, what happens with Ohio State and Michigan? If they play a close game, they'll both stay in. But if one of them teams whoops the other team's ass, somebody is going to go ahead and get the boot. And then we got two of these teams that I just mentioned. They got some tough matchups this coming week. Okay, real tough matchups. First, Michigan is going to take on Penn State. It's going to be tough. And you got Georgia taking on Ole Miss. Two teams that, well, at least Ole Miss has one loss, and they're going to give Georgia a a fight. So it's going to be interesting how the rest of this uh, college football playoff uh, rolls around. But if I had to be a betting man, not too much of a betting man, I'd stick with Ohio State, Georgia. I think Michigan will stay in, and Ohio State will both stay in unless they uh, one of them blows out the other. And I think Washington, they do have a good chance, I believe, at uh, swapping out or getting Florida State out of that, that top four. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Mike is here from Atlanta. You're on CBS Sports Radio. First call of the show. What's up, Mike? Hey, yeah, let's get Florida State out of there. They're too, they're too tough. They're on a comeback. They're going to take over again. Yeah, let's get them out of here. 
man, come on. Hey, I've got a Charlie Ward jersey, okay? He wore number 17, and I'm going to be wearing it at the game Saturday. I've been listening to this all week. Let's talk about Florida State. You're on the radio. Go for it. I know. Let's talk about them. I mean, what's all the hate? We play. I went through this last hour with the other hosts, and I love you, Jr. I listen to you every night, but I'm tired of it. What if? Okay, so you're saying that the Michigan. Hold, hold on. And, uh, hold, hold, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. I just said there were going to be people calling up and and, and whining, bitching, moaning, and complaining. So go, go, go ahead, yeah. knock yourself out. I am. Okay, so you're basically saying the Michigan and Ohio State game doesn't matter unless somebody blows each other out. Because one of them is going to lose, but that's not going to matter. So we'll just keep one of them in, right? What if Washington and Florida State end up both undefeated and the Michigan-Ohio State team loses? you got to put Florida State and Washington in there, right? Uh, it, it depends. You put a uh, one-off ten, team. You, you, asked me, you asked me a question. Can I respond? Um, okay, let's go. No, it's not. It's not let's go. I'm, I'm going to respond. He, here's what I think about the college football playoff rankings. And this is why I also said – I expect someone, and, and thank you for doing so, to call up and whine and bitch and moan and complain. I think the rankings are, are, are pretty ridiculous. I think how they're set up is pretty stupid. You, you basically fly in about 25 people, you stick them in a room, and they sit in front of computers and they try to figure out what teams belong in here. And so the, I system, agree. the system as it exists is flawed. So personally, I, I find it wholly ridiculous to sit around and go, well, if this team beats this team, I can only give you an overall as to what I believe will happen because there is no way, no possible way to say, well, if this team beats this team and this team, then the strength of schedule and this and that, the best thing that they can do is might as well stick with the BCS and all these idiots sitting in a room in front of their laptops and computers making tons of money, they ain't doing nothing but looking at the BCS anyway. So all I, I can I tell you, all I can tell you is what I believe what the stupid human sitting in a room looking at a computer will, look, will tell you. And that's it. And so I'm not taking away from uh, what Florida State has done, but I can tell you based on their schedule, if the biggest win – is LSU in the opening of the season. And Washington, if they go ahead and beat Utah, I think it goes without saying that, hey, they may have a better chance of getting in. Clemson is, quote, down this year. I get that. But at Clemson is not a good win. It took us overtime. That's a tough place to play. So I'm going to say LSU and Clemson. Correct. And if you if you listen to Dabo Sweeney, he's even more thrilled right now. I uh, especially that kid Tyler, that he went out there and beat Notre Dame. I, I, I don't quit listening to Dabo three years ago. <laughs> I'm sorry? I quit listening to Dabo three years ago. <laughs> well, well, congratulations. I'm yeah. sure you're still yeah. aware of what he said. I'm not taking away from beating Clemson, but at the same time, the largest win on the season is LSU to open things up. That's all anybody talked about. It doesn't mean that it's right or it's wrong. But the, the, that is what the country talked about. It was this, the open of the season. Do you, think, do you not think that Florida State is one of the most balanced teams on both sides of the ball? We actually play defense. We've got a front seven and a back four. The whole starting defense is solid. The D-line, the linebackers, and the, and the secondary. I mean, we play both sides of the ball. I'm not taking away from what the team is or is not. But you're I will you're talking about the rankings. Yes, right. I, I, I got yes, you. Co- 
correct. I'm talking about the rankings. If you want to sit here and start telling me about the the third defensive back, uh, you know, in, in, in nickel or dime, you can knock yourself out. What I can tell you is this. When it comes to looking at Florida State, when you think about the team that is 9-0, that people didn't expect to be 9-0, I don't want to call them the little engine that could because by all means they are not TCU of last year. But people aren't necessarily fawning over Florida State. And a lot of times perception is reality. And the reality is that if there is going to be a team that gets bumped out, as I said, unless Ohio State or Michigan beat the living hell out of each other, and if Washington, let's see what they do against Utah this weekend, you know, people people ain't necessarily may look at Florida State the same way. You're right, and this this will play out on the field how it should be, and I like that. And, and I appreciate your uh, sensible logic with the uh, breakdown on it, and I'm loving to talk college football. Hey, well, thank you, man. This, I, I try my best to make sense. Thank you, Mike, for calling from here thank you. in Atlanta. No doubt about it. 855-212-4CBS. He understands. It's all logic. And I got no beef. with Charlie Ward ain't do nothing to me. What'd he do? He played basketball for the Knicks. That's the worst thing that happened to Charlie Ward. I can't take away from nothing that he did in Tallahassee. What I'm going to do? Come on. Jacob is here from Louisville. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Jacob? Hey, what's up, Jay? All right, way to say that the right way, my man. It will say what? Louisville. How, most, how, how do people say it? Louisville. You say it right. They, people, well, how they, do they people get here, say they say Louisville wrong? and Louisville, and it's, it's Louisville. You got to say it with a mouth of marbles. Well, listen, man, I'd have been around the block a few times, but go ahead. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm uh, mainly here to talk some more on this uh, FSU stuff, but um, – I'm a Louisville fan, obviously, and it's all adding up that their path is going to go through us in the ACC championship game. And to be honest with you, we, I'm, Louisville, we're not scared of Florida State, and we haven't been for quite, a, quite some time now. And you can uh, go ahead and uh, compliment Lamar Jackson for that, uh, whooping their butts, you know, 63-20. When they was ranked second, we was ranked 10th here at uh, uh, LNN, formerly known as Papa John's Cardinal Stadium. But wait, 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 we, wait, 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 wait. What, what, what is the name of the place now? LNN Federal Credit Union Stadium. A mouthful, people, right? What, what do people call it today? For real? Just LNN. People, oh, my God. Just LNN or Cardinal Stadium, one or the other. Yeah, let's stick to Cardinal Stadium. Right, keep it sweet. But, we, like I said, we just haven't feared them. Their quarterback uh, transferred out from us because he couldn't get PT past our quarterbacks. Um, he's a hell of a player, and he's in his sixth year of college football, so – you can't take that for granted. But at the same time, man, like, you know, with the way we've been playing, we, we've just been running the football, and Brom's known to be a passing guy. And it's like we just – our backup running back's got 146 yards and three touchdowns on Virginia Tech with surging, but there's still nobody. But at the same time, FSU got lucky on us the last time we played, and every other time we smacked them. So I'm All not right. too worried about FSU. And to be honest with you, to compliment them some, though, when I was looking at power guru rankings or the guru power rankings, what's yeah. called. Um, they, Florida State was the highest-ranked uh, team in strength of schedule at the time, uh, at number, like, 32, I think it was. And then behind them was Ohio State, 34. And then Georgia and Michigan were 72 and 76. And so they were far out, and Bama was at number four. So as I was looking at it, I was like, man, if, if it comes down to it and Bama ends up beating um, Georgia in the, the college football or the uh-uh. SEC championship, uh-uh. it, I don't – you know, and like you're saying, I, I heard you say, you know, it's the dummies that are going to end up 
taking the logic that I'm spitting out right now and throwing it out the window. Well, but with Georgia's power, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say it was nice to – you know how good it's been to not talk about Alabama? You know how nice that's been? I'm trying to yeah. keep it that way. But go ahead, finish. I was going to say if they, you know, since they were so high up there, if they end up beating Georgia, uh, I just didn't see how you could argue a one-loss Georgia in the uh, college football playoffs with how weak their schedule has been this year. Oh, they and played. That uh, they, F- yeah. You played a tougher one. Yeah, they played powder puffs, but I think a lot of people would pitch a fit. Uh, and and I know you're not supposed to think about past seasons. And you only think about this season. I think there'd be a lot of people pitching a fit to not have the uh, the, the reigning back-to-back national champs in there. Uh, yeah, not give them a third shot. Yeah, it's like, oh, my God, how could you not? And, oh, my God, they've won so many games consecutive. I, I, think, they, I think they'll get in there. And thank you, Jake. Appreciate you for calling up, man. Thank you. No doubt about it. Oh, my God, could you, could you imagine? Like, Georgia would have to be embarrassed to just not make the college football playoff at, at this point in time. They, they'll be fine. I ain't, I ain't sweating them. What's one school that I actually uh, I do want to show love to? It's Tulane, man. Like Tulane is is the only school not in the Power Five to be hanging out here in the college football playoff rankings. I, I like it. Shep, are are you familiar with, with with Tulane as like a university? Forget football. Are you familiar with the school? Yeah, I mean they're they're an A ten school if memory serves me correctly, right? Well, not not I'm not even talking about athletics, right? I'm talking about like the school in general. Uh, they're in, they're in Louisiana. Yes. Um, right. Okay. We're playing a, a well, go ahead. What else? I mean, that's, I mean, that's, it's a, it's a good academic school. Correct. That's right. That's the point. Right. I was going to say something else and I'm not afraid to say it because I like it. They treat me nice there. Yeah. It's uh, it's an academic school. Okay. That's the best way I could put it without calling it a nerd school. Okay. There are a lot of people there, a lot of young people who are interested in academics. It is not an athletic school. The basketball gym is a basketball gym, not an arena. It's in a building. Uh, so the, the football program, obviously uh, doing damn good right now. But as an overall, it is just so good to see Tulane here, you know, as a, as a part of the rankings because, I mean, they're number 23 out of 25. But all things considered, they're not supposed to be here, and the school is real heavy on academics and business. People send their kids from all over the country just to be down in New Orleans. People send their kids from Los Angeles and New York just to go to Tulane, and then they have an opportunity to party on Bourbon Street on the weekend. So congratulations to all my friends at Tulane for, for even just being in the conversation. JR. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. The only guy I can think of that's relevant in either football or basketball that played there is didn't Forte play there Matt Forte oh the running back yeah yeah from the oh, Bears man. I don't man I think I'd that's have to look okay let's look that up I don't know that's the only person I because there's no basketball player that ever came out of there that I know <laughs> so but Forte yeah, he went to Tulane he did Matt Forte went right to Tulane. Yeah. he had himself a borderline Hall of Fame career. Matt Forte? I said border. I said borderline. Borderline. Oh, that almost doesn't count. Monica <laughs> and Brandy told me that. One of them two. That's that's fair, and that's the only claim to fame they have in either of the two major sports. 
Ah, a former Chicago Bear who played on a team that didn't go anywhere. And it wasn't because Sounds of familiar. him. It, they had they had failures in spite of him. He was the highlight of that team for a while. Well, look, the, the quarterback looked like he'd rather be smoking a cigarette than playing football. Yeah, you're not kidding. What's that guy's name? Uh, Jay Cutler. Yeah, Jay Cutler. He retired he and, then sh- he re- and then he retired again. He shares the name with that. Uh, isn't isn't the other Jay Cutler? He's a bodybuilder, <laughs> right? I'm not sure. I know there is no more miserable human being who have ever played NFL football than Jay Cutler. I know he was married to that Kristen Cavalieri. Kristen Cavalieri, yeah. And that's a reason to be happy. And now they divorced, right? Yeah. I mean, Jay Cutler, when he was happy, he was miserable. Oh, well, he, he looked like a miserable you-know-what on the sideline. So, hey, good on him. I wonder what he's doing now. Not really. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, look, congratulations, Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, sitting at the top of the college football playoff rankings. We come back from break. We're going to talk about Michigan. Because Michigan being accused of cheating, they're doing what a lot of human beings do. They're pointing the finger at other people for cheating, too. We'll talk about it here on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227. So, as we open up the show talking about the college football playoff rankings, we were able to talk about Michigan without diving too deep into all the cheating that's been going on. Allegedly. We know that yesterday we also learned that if Jim Harbaugh is to be punished or suspended that both Michigan and Jim Harbaugh are ready to take legal action. What a shock, right? You're going to sue, and let's be real. If you put things into litigation, we're at the end of the season. Come on. You're going to tell this man that he can't coach the remaining, what, three games? A man was suspended for the first three games for recruiting violations, and now you're going to get him on the back end for sign stealing? Like, come on. And this is all the other teams basically having sour grapes. Might as well try to get Jim Harbaugh before he walks out of the building. I've been saying for about a week now, I think he's going to be the next head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. And so this is an interesting story that has also come out as a result. And that's Michigan in the midst of being investigated themselves for sign stealing. That dude, Connor Stallions, who's no longer a member of their uh, football staff, the one who went to other teams' stadiums and scouted them and snuck onto the field and tried to steal signs, that guy, even while that's being investigated, Michigan contacted the Big Ten, and I guess they pretty much said, hey, we're not the only ones potentially cheating. They say that Rutgers, Ohio State, and Purdue also went ahead and shared information amongst themselves of uh, regarding Michigan signs and it's like come on now like this is what we're doing you're you're being investigated so what do you need to do you need to point the finger at other at other folks too and let's also be clear like what's what's wrong I don't think there's anything illegal about this what's wrong with one team sharing information with another team as long as they're not like doing what what Michigan did allegedly by having a guy scope and scout out other teams before they play him in person, 
what's the big deal? What's the problem? What is the issue? I mean, at the end of the day, why can't one coach on another team share information with another coach on another team? Ain't nothing wrong with that. And so this is a case of, hey, I'm in trouble. And so I'm going to tell on you too. It's what siblings do all the time. It's like, if I'm going down, you got to go down with me. If I'm getting got for stealing cookies out of the damn kitchen, I'm saying that you stole the crackers. I mean, this is just what this is. So I am just as interested, to be honest. And and what happens the rest of this season with Michigan as I am with the college football playoff? Because like TNT says, I think TNT knows drama. I don't know if they still use it. I love drama. As long as I'm not a part of it, I'm absolutely cool with drama. So I want to see what happens with Michigan. I want to see what nonsense that uh, Jim Harbaugh decides to spit on his way out the door. This is the same man who tried to get an interview and thought he had a job with the Minnesota Vikings, and when he didn't have it, he came going back to Michigan like uh, nothing ever happened. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Tony's here from New Orleans. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Tony? Hey, JR. Good show as always. Hey, I heard a few minutes ago you guys were giving a little props, a little kudos to uh, the Tulane Green, Green Wave. I want to give some props. You guys forgot two other players that came out of Tulane that had pretty good successful careers in the NFL. Sean King <clears throat> played at Tulane during the undefeated oh. season before Katrina, and then you know, he played in the NFL for the Bucks for many years. And we had a guy, I believe his name was Patrick Ramsey, a uh, pretty good quarterback, played in the NFL a few le- uh, years uh, also. So I wanted to give them their props. But I want to ask I'm, you a question, glad, man, and you're well, a pitch. Before, before you do that, I'm glad that you brought that up because I actually know Sean. And Sean actually might be listening right now. And maybe if he was, he'd probably hit me up. My apologies to you, Sean. But, but go ahead, Tony. Yeah, that's all right, man. You know, you know, we we, we all we all get a little brain freeze every now and then, but uh, nah, no yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you, 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 you wanted to ask me. Hold on, Tony, Tony. So why you talk so damn fast, man? Slow down. Oh man, I got a lot to talk about. Well, you don't have time to talk about a lot. Well, hold on a second. I didn't have brain freeze. I just forgot, man. But go ahead, <laughs> please. Wanted to get you guys' opinion on. Uh, the Davis fellow with Mark Davis, I know his father owned the team for years, and now he's at the helm. Why does he go through coaches? I know the deal with John Gruden, he, he had to get rid of him. The pressure was on. But why does he get rid of these coaches, man? I mean, after two or three years and they don't produce, they're out of there. you got to give them time to build a team. He's well, spending all this money to pay did, these guys, and they're no longer here. Did you hear? Did you hear the guy get mad at me last night about Mark Davis? Did you hear that? No, no, I actually, I worked late and I missed it. I missed the show last night, to be there's honest a guy, with you. There's a guy who called up and said to me, hey, JR, why are you so critical of Mark Davis? So, Tony, thank you for giving me an opportunity to, to also be critical of Mark Davis again. He, he's a, he's a, I don't want to, how do I say this? He's a dude who just ended up with the team because of his dad. Okay. And, I mean, if we want to find a bright side for what's going on with Mark Davis is that maybe, just maybe, Tom Brady is whispering something into his ear that maybe helps get him on track. That's it. It has nothing to do with him as a person. It just happens to be that when I think about Mark Davis, I think about a dude who has hired a bunch of uh, bums. Yeah. And I I put Gruden in there, mostly because of his email messages where he, he comes across as a crass jackass 
and I would put him in that category as well. And so when I look at, at, at Mark Davis, it's tough not to look at his haircut. Yes, I said it. Three Stooges haircut. And his decision-making for the Raiders has also been very Three Stooges-esque. It's just it. And it's calling up from uh, New Orleans. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Ann? Oh, JR, love your show. Just wanted to tell you thank you for the shout-out for my green wave. We are so excited about our team. Our school is a great school. And we're finally getting a little recognition. So thanks, man. Have a Abs- great night. Absolutely. Thank you, Ann. Shout-outs to Ann. Hey, Shep, I don't know what Ann ate for dinner, but I know it's better than anything you or I ate. That's probably true. Anne, Anne is lovely, Jr. She really you know has her? such you a wonderful. Her? Well, I can just tell by her accent. I, I, I you know, it, it's something we don't do enough in the An Northeast. Accent? accent, yeah. She has. She had one. Beautiful one. Oh, okay. I didn't it was beautiful. Spoke with proper diction, and and oh. you, you can hear the tone in her voice. She just, I mean, she could tell you the worst news in the world that you're getting fired, and it would still sound sweet. Okay. Well, okay. All right. Well, let's call her back one day, all right? She can uh, deliver news. There you go. By the way, shout out to Ryan Shell, JR. He also pointed out um, the formidable J.P. Lossman also uh, played for Tulane. I didn't know this many NFL stars played for Tulane. Now, Sean King, I would say, had a better career than Patrick Ramsey and J.P. Lossman. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And God bless Sean, man. I, I, when did I see I think at the Super Bowl, I think I saw him. So, so I'm at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, listen, man, it's it's tough pulling out. I mean, we're we look. I don't want to say we're we're reaching here, but we we talking about quarterbacks and backup QBs. It's better than nothing. Not everybody makes the league, but look, ain't, ain't nobody gonna yeah. look at Tulane and say quarterback or football factory. That it is not. But if you don't interweave Patrick Ramsey into a football conversation, regardless of him being from Tulane, it does not <laughs> indicate you had a brain freeze. Oh no, I'm, I'm saying yeah. Like, nah, bro. Like I, I, I think I'm gonna remember that. Nah. Not at all. Not unless you're bringing it up. But good on, uh, was it Tony, Tommy? Oh, uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan Shell. No, no, no. The guy who called up and said that. Tony, uh, Tommy from New Orleans? Uh, Tony, yeah, 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 yeah. Boyle Boyle said Tony. I believe Boyle. Yeah. Oof. What? Who? What? Oh, uh, not, not, not Tim Boyle. Pat, Pat? Boyle. <laughs> yes. Oh, Pat. That's right. Pat is sitting here. Hey, Pat, how you doing, man? You good? Good, good JR. I'm locked in. I'm locked into the to this incredible program as always. Well, thank you. you oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Anyway, hey, Pat, it's your time to shine. You ready? I am ready. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing, man? I listen to you every night on the way home from work. I appreciate what you're doing, man. You're a bad man, pajama. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. We talked about Michigan and I don't want to say all that cheating that they're doing and now pointing the finger at other teams saying, hey, look at Rutgers, Ohio State, Purdue. They're They're sharing information. They're cheating, too. Like, Big Ten is like, hey, listen, is that really cheating? Like, worry about your own stuff right now. A matter of fact, uh, Harbaugh, you know, asked all of these questions about what's going on, and he he don't want to focus in on nothing but 
But but Purdue, really? Listen to Jim Harbaugh. He's, he's sick of talking about this. Appreciate your question. Um, but, um, yeah, this is, you know, I, I think, um, yeah, really not, not, uh, not going to, not allowed to talk about him, not talking about him. Uh, you know, really want to talk about the game. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the guys are such stalwarts. Um, the comments keep coming about, um, you know, why they're good, how they're good. I mean, and they're just good. If you know football and you watch our guys play, um, I've said it before, there's 20, 20, 22, 23 guys that'll be playing on Sundays next year. Yeah, I, I truly believe there's another 30, 35, uh, you know, right behind them that, that'll return and, and others that'll be developing. I mean, it's, it's just really good players. And that's, if you, if you know football, I mean, just watch the game, turn on the tape. That's, that's, uh, that's why they're so good. Yeah, he was talking about taking on Penn State. Yeah, distraction, 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 right? It's just how it is. Also, speaking of a distraction, what a hell of a story this is. Everybody knows Pokemon. Shep, you know Pokemon, right? Of course. Everybody knows Pokemon. I know the, the old little yellow electrical one, Pikachu. I know him. Uh, it, it's still kind of crazy to think, but when, when you listen to uh, professional athletes and you forget that they have lives outside of whatever the hell it is that they do, like they like things too, okay? And Blake Martinez, who was one of the NFL's leading tacklers for years, whether it be uh, with the Packers and then played for the New York Giants, last year the guy quit. He quit in the prime of his life, the prime of his NFL career, and he quit to go out and sell Pokemon cards, of which he made uh, about $8 million doing, so I don't blame him for saying I'm sick of the NFL, and he decided to leave. Well, Blake Martinez has been accused of scamming buyers of his Pokemon cards, you know, selling cards that are supposed to be a higher value and then swiping them out for lower ones, uh, not shipping the right orders to people who bought the cards, misleading some of the people who watch his live streams. And, and now guess what he's doing? Blake Martinez has signed with the Carolina Panthers. We might actually see Blake Martinez playing on Thursday night against the Chicago Bears. Yeah, it's pretty sad. I, I feel... Shep, I got to talk about that game. Do we have to? No. We don't have to? Oh, we do not. We don't, but we I think we kind of do. Might as well talk about the Canada Football League. The CF, CFL. When do they play? They playing right now? I have, oh, I have no idea. We're going to have angry Canadians calling now. Prepare yourselves. People no, are going mean, to call and tell us about the, uh, I can name, let's, uh-oh, here we go. Warren, Doug. <laughs> no, no, forget the players. Okay, right. Let's name some of the teams. Oh, f- Toronto uh, Argonauts. Argonauts, right? Yeah, that's the big one. The somebody's name, the Calgary. No, Calgary Stampede. That's wrong. <laughs> I know it's the Grey Cup. I know that. That's what they play for. Yes. We're getting cursed out in Canadian right now. You know that, right? No, I'm just no. It was actually a compliment to the CFL, if anything, because I was saying I'd rather talk about those teams because at least they are more professional. Than the 
bottom dwellers that you were just referring the to. The Panthers and the Bears. They're terrible. We got to see that dude Bajan might play again. I thought yesterday's game was ugly with the Jets, but, I mean, damn, Panthers and the Bears on Thursday night football? It's a hell of a story, and it's never happened before where an undrafted Division II quarterback was able to get a win in the NFL, but but there's a reason why you don't have undrafted Division II quarterbacks playing in the NFL. Well, there's a reason I don't want to see him play. And that's a good reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't want to see him. I, I hope that Blake Martinez plays. Uh, and I hope they bring up his uh, his Pokemon scamming scandal on uh, on on Amazon. Right. It's crazy. I was going to say on TV, but technically it's not TV. I, I guess I don't know. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Al is calling from Seattle. What's up, Al? Hey, Jr. How are you doing this evening? Good. What's up? Okay, long time listener. Um... First time caller. Yeah, I just uh, ident- can identify another um, uh, athlete, well-known athlete. Well, he's not well-known as an athlete, but a well-known person that was an athlete at Tulane University. And he was on the basketball team. Um, and his name is Sylvester Stallone. Rocky what? Rocky? Yes. A lot of people so- don't know he played uh, – he played uh, – D1 basketball, and he played for Tulane University back in the late 60s. I can't can't recall if he was a starter or not. He played guard, but but he he was in the uh, top rotation and got uh, plenty of minutes. You you just making stuff up on the radio? No, I'm not, because I was was at Washington at the time, and I can't remember if the – the seasons was sixty. See, Jr., you're not 69. being you're not being punk because I, I I was a genuine human being. He's not trying to pull one over on you. But but like I, I, Sylvester yeah. Stallone playing basketball yeah. at Tulane. Yeah, he played, for Tulane. played for Tulane. Yeah, you you gonna break the hard news to him, Jr.? I, I'm just like, what? What are you? Are you sure about this, man? I played for the University of Washington at the you same played against the same him. years. Okay, you played against him. I didn't play against him, but we were in the same tournament. You saw him with your own eyes in front of him. I didn't. I didn't. He was nobody then. I didn't realize it until after Rocky came out. Are you sure this is not another Sylvester Stallone? No. You mean Tulane in Louisiana? In no Tulane in New Orleans. New Orleans is in Louisiana. Yes, of course, exactly. And as I said, the only thing I can't remember was if he was a starter or not. But uh, he got minutes. Al, he was what, neither. He was in the what's rotation. That, what's that jump shot look like, Al? You wouldn't know, would you? You didn't see it. Oh, he was good. He was a good ball handler. I'm and he sure can go he through traffic. Yeah, like a good I, ball handler. That's right. Thank you, Al, for Seattle. Listen, JR Sport Reshow here on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, listen, I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger play for St. John's. Uh, we got more show on the <laughs> other side. Hey. Carson Wentz got a job. We'll talk about that here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.